This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Join us each week for Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. We have an IT expert, a computer repair ace, and we troubleshoot your problems on the phones as well. Everyday Tech, Wednesdays at 10 on MPB Think Radio. Download the podcast now or listen on YouTube on the MPB Think Radio channel. Welcome to AutoCorrect, helping you correct your auto problems. Our host is Coach Charlie Melton, ASC Certified Master Technician. I'm Jermaine Flood. Hello, Coach Charlie. Hello, how are you doing? I'm doing good today on this rainy, overcast, humid day. <laughs> yes, it's been like that for several days, and the, the topic we're talking about today you need to have that insurance on a today mm-hmm. like today for sure. Mm-hmm. You sure do need some auto insurance because you never know what could happen on those slick roads That's out right. there. That is right. I mean, I've had a few things happen to me on slick roads, whether it be ice or rather, whether it be rain. But these are those days that, you know, you want to make sure you're insured and the people around you are insured on the road. That's right. You know, insurance is a very important thing uh, if it's our home insurance. But today we're talking about automotive insurance. And it's very, very important because there's so many people out there breaking the rules that do not have insurance. Yep, they and you had to protect yourself. <laughs> they really are. They are getting by on no bill and your lifeline. <laughs> That's right. Uh, that is what we're talking about. And our email address for questions is auto at mpbonline.org. I've got a definition, coach. (laughs) I'm sure you do. Let's hear it. So vehicle insurance is insurance for cars, trucks, motorcycles, and other road vehicles. Its primary use is to provide financial protection against physical damage or bodily injury resulting from traffic collisions and against liability that can also arise from incidents in a vehicle like the day we're talking about today. That is a very good uh, definition about insurance because insurance does provide that uh, financial protection for you, but there's all different types of insurances. We have, if you are going to buy automotive insurances, you can buy about six or seven different type of insurance for your vehicle. Okay. I mean, different types, not just, right. Right. So that's a lot. What kind of types does that include? Well, we're going to start with liability. Liability insurance protects you if you hit somebody else's vehicle. It will pay for their vehicle up to the limit on your policy. Whatever that limit is on your policy, it will pay mm-hmm. their, to fix their vehicle. But it will not pay anything for you. Right. That's over. Right. So you got to fix your car out of your pocket. Liability is basically base insurance. Base insurance. Okay. Now, in Mississippi, you are required to have liability insurance, and it's 25000 50000 and 25000 And we talk about that. That is 25000 for the uh, mm. per, a personal uh, injury, not personal injury, but the vehicle uh, damage. Yeah. Then you got to have fifty thousand dollars for personal injury. Bodily injury, yep. And then you got to have another uh, twenty five thousand, and that is for property damage. Okay. Now that is required in Mississippi. Okay. Right. Well, there's so many people out there that does not have liability. Yeah. At all. Yeah. They're uninsured motorists. Well, that takes us into the next one. You can buy uninsured motorist insurance, and what that covers hmm. if you're in an accident. And somebody hits you that does not have insurance, it will pay your expenses to fix your car. 
It costs. It's going to be a two hundred fifty dollar deductible. Okay. And you can add that to your insurance. So I would say anybody in the state of Mississippi that has insurance that has a car should have uninsured motorists. Right. Because there's Wait so a minute, many Coach, people. Wait, Coach. You saying they took? <laughs> Other people's irresponsibility and made it a product to sell to you? Yes. They made it a product to sell to us. We are stupid people. Yes. Well, you think about it. I was thinking about this as I was talking about insurance, is that our legislators, they could solve this whole problem by not giving them a tag like Texas does. Texas does not give them a tag. What? And when it expires, if they let their insurance lapse, it should be sent back to the Highway Patrol, and then they should expire that tag, and now they're going to have to pay a fine to get the tag oh. back, and going to have to pay, pay a fine. That's so tight. Our, our legislators could do that, but there's so many people against it. Yeah, that's tight. Yeah. So insurance for the uninsured. If the, is that insurance? It's, that is, it's safety. It's well, what it does. <laughs> I mean, it's it's the literal definition of an insurance policy, right. but it's just like. They've taken other people's irresponsibility, and instead of enforcing the law about it, they've yeah. turned it into a product that you can buy for yourself well, matter for fact, their ridiculousness. Anyway, that's, yeah. just, that's yeah, all well, putting to me. Matter of fact, they have a pool that that uninsured motorist money goes into to pay for the uninsured motorist. That, yeah, that itself. No, I'll give you a good story. My brother-in-law got a, had a wreck the other day, and the guy that came that hit him in the rear of the vehicle hit him. The police came. He had no insurance, no driver's license, and the car was not even his mm. <laughs> at all. Mm. The guy got a ticket for no insurance, but they let him drive away in the car, drive away without no license, and drive away without insurance. Yeah. What? Yeah. And then my brother-in-law got dinged on his insurance because he turned it in. There was no damage, but a point came off his insurance because it was an accident. Because of the claim. Yeah. <laughs> Uninsured. <laughs> Don't ride around those people. You can't. You can't tell them out from one another. You can't tell who is who. That's it. <laughs> now let's get into the most expensive insurance out there. Most expensive insurance out there is collision. It's called full coverage. Right. Okay. It it has it, your vehicle itself is covered for everything. Right. So if you get in an accident or somebody hits you or a tree hits you or you hit a tree, all the stuff. If you hit an object. Collision is covered. Mm -hmm. Your vehicle's fixed. But once again, whatever your deductible is, higher de your deductible, cheaper the insurance. Right. Lower the deductible, higher the insurance. You know, because some people have a $100 deductible or $500 deductible. I have come to the conclusion that I have a $1,000 deductible on my automotive insurance. Mm -hmm. Because if you're going to take and do a claim, almost $1,000 will not fix anything. Right. And it's almost worth it. To, to do that. Do the thousand dollars. To do the thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. little things like that, you can fix a scratch. It's going to keep you from taking mm -hmm. going to a uh, body shop that's going to charge you three thousand dollars to fix the scratch. Mm -hmm. If you had to pay a thousand dollars, you can live with it, mm -hmm. especially if it's on an older car. Right. You right. Know. Right. Sometimes though, those low deductibles, when you're in a real bad place and you've you've gotten in a wreck. You hear that two fifty, you're like, here, just take right. it. Just take the two hundred and fifty dollars. Thank you, two fifty deductible. <laughs> well, like I say, your payments are based on how much you want to take and pay out of your pocket. Okay. You know, so you want them to understand that too. Okay. And then we have a collision insurance. Okay, so we are I mean comprehensive insurance. Yeah. Comprehension uh, insurance is hell damage, wind damage, mm -hmm. uh if a somebody steals your car, theft or anything like that. 
that will be covered. Okay. Once again, a deductible. Right. So now we said that you're required to have 25, 50, and 25 in the state of Mississippi. Mm-hmm. That is very, very minimum coverage. Yeah. You cannot, uh, you go to the hospital, just say you go to the hospital and you have surgery, that $50,000 is gone. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to throw this out here too. That's what lawyers look at when they uh, look at your insurance. If you're in an accident and you're at fault and somebody's suing you, they look at that 25, 50, 50. and 25. Yeah. You know, so it's always better to have a higher coverage because I think mine is like 100, 300,000, and 100,000. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that will take and cover most anything. Yeah. That and you don't have. have to come out of pocket for right. it. Right. You won't have to come out of pocket. Well, we're going to go to the phone lines. We've got Mike in Tupelo. He's got a Cadillac with computer problems. Mike, you're on with Coach Charlie. Good morning, guys. And a quick comment on the uninsured motorist. Uh, You definitely need it. I mean, let's say somebody's got the $25,000 minimum coverage and you're driving a $50,000 car and they total it, you know, you got a problem. So you got to have the the un- and underinsured motorist coverage. Yeah, then that's another insurance we're going to get on after that called the gap insurance. Yeah. Okay, so my my question for today, I have a 2006 Cadillac SRX, um, and it, the key, I got it, something happened, and I couldn't get the key out of the ignition, and I messed with the battery, and I did all kinds of things that I thought I could make fix it. Got it to the mechanic. Put the meat of the, the scan tool on it. And it was the body control module. So got a new one of those. Got it programmed. And he's got it installed, and now it shows codes for the power control module. Um, I've looked on the forums, found a place that you know I can buy one online that's pre-programmed and all of that. And because this is an 06 and it's a sort of a low volume model, I mean this is I'm kind of into a some rare and expensive parts these days. Um, just wanted to see if you had any words of wisdom on these body control modules and power control modules for Cadillacs. Well, I'll give you a good example. I had the same thing. The uh, whole computer went out in a vehicle that I had, and I went to a salvage yard, and I got a computer for that year and make model a vehicle because there are some computers you can get out of cars, and they will work. Most computers now, they had to be reprogrammed. But this certain computer, it had a chip right on the top of it. I was able to remove that chip from the old computer and put it in the new computer I bought, and had no problem with it. The problem you have with these uh, ones that got to be programmed and the ones that you got to see that are pre-programmed is that they are programmed, but it may not be exactly to what was in your car. So you want to make sure you take that VIN number, get that VIN number to them, and make sure they program it by that VIN number. Right. Yeah, I talked to them this morning, and, and that was the first thing you said, well, what's your VIN number? And so we went through that, and they said, yes, we can program it to that VIN number. So um, I just hope that when I – so we've done the uh, body control module. Now we do the power control module, two separate things, and I'm hoping that that fixes it and I don't go into some third and fourth computer system. But I'm just wondering, so if the body control module went bad – uh, why did the power control module go bad? Because the power control module, 
the body control module gets power from the power control module. That's where it starts. Okay. Okay, so oh. it's, until the power control module wakes up, the body control module is not going to have no power because the key has to be turned to cut the control module on. Okay, you couldn't get the key out, right? Right. You could start it. Um but it would stop in the accessory position, which, of course, killed the battery, which then, you know. Yeah, but see, but that is, that's mechanical. That's not electronic. Uh, if you get the key in and you can't pull the key out, that means that it is something holding, binding that key in because that key just has a tumbler that it goes in. And then behind that tumbler on all GM vehicles is a uh, electric switch. Okay, and on that electric switch, you have a piece that comes off that tumbler that goes in that electric piece and turns the electric piece. Okay, so if the key, I, I just had this, and the reason I'm telling you, I just had this, but a Chevrolet um, 2006 Chevrolet truck. Okay, we had to replace the ignition uh, switch in it and the tumbler because the key would not come out of the vehicle. We finally got it out. Replaced all that and had no problem whatsoever. So I would check that. I, I would make sure you check that ignition switch system because if you can't get the key out, that's not electrical. That is uh, mechanical. Mm. Yeah. And now the the uh, you know the scan tool, you know the, the snap on scan tool system that my mechanic is using, you know, is showing all these codes for the power control module, and he showed for the body control module too. Um, so would that that indicate that those are the problems, not just a simple mechanical switch? I would first. I'd see why that key wouldn't come out and start there because if you can't get the key out, if you turn that key on and off so many times, and you don't have power to certain things, those codes will pop up. Okay. So I would work okay. on the mechanical problem of getting that key out, and then go from there. All right, okay. Mike. Does that help a little bit? That's a, that's a big help. We'll, we'll try the simple stuff once again, start at zero and work up. So thanks got, very much, Coach. They always say, keep it simple, stupid. That's what I tell my <laughs> the kids. The kiss. That's the kiss. <laughs> that's method. it. Mike, thank you so much for giving us a call from Tupelo. And that was a good, good coach. You always know how to help somebody out there. So, Coach, you always got the good tips for everybody. Autocorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11 a.m. Here are some recent recalls. Kia is recalling 98,900 examples of its Sportage compact SUV over an issue that could result in a loss of brake power assist. The affected vehicles include certain model year 2023 Sportage SUVs that were manufactured at the West Point, Georgia plant from January 12th of 2022 to February 15th of 2023. The issue is with the brake booster diaphragm, which may become aligned and result in an internal vacuum leak. An internal vacuum leak can cause a loss of brake assist, which can result in a hard pedal feel requiring extra effort to come to a complete stop and increasing stopping distance. A loss of brake assist increases the risk of a crash. To resolve the problem, dealers are inspecting and replacing the brake booster as necessary for free. They will begin notifying owners July 21st. 
Just weeks after recalling its Grand Cherokee and larger Grand Cherokee L for incorrectly installed steering columns, Jeep parent automaker Stellantis is recalling the SUVs again. This time, the issue involves more than 331,400 examples and the vehicle's rear coil springs, which may have been installed incorrectly during production. Effective vehicles include model year 2022 to 23 Grand Cherokees and model year 2021 to 23 Grand Cherokee L. And Stellana said in an email to Cars.com that the defect is estimated to be um, present in roughly 13% of the vehicles recalled. It also said Jeeps equipped with air suspensions are not affected. The incorrectly installed rear coil spring may come out of position and detach while driving, increasing the risk of a crash and injury to individuals both inside and outside the vehicle. To resolve the issue, dealers are inspecting and repairing the rear coil sim... I can't get that out, coach. Wait. (laughs) They are inspecting and repairing the rear coil spring assemblies (laughs) as necessary for free. (laughs) Stellanus will begin notifying owners July 28th. And finally... It's been a rough week for the Jeep Grand Cherokee recalls-wise. Just as newer models are being recalled for steering columns and coil springs, SUV is now being recalled for a software issue that also affects the popular Ram 1500 pickup truck. More than 80,600 examples are covered in an expansion of a previous recall. Affected models include model year 2014 to 2020, Jeep Grand Cherokees and model year 2014 to 19 Ram 1500s equipped with a turbo diesel 3.0 liter V6 engine. The crankshaft position sensor tone wheels issue is that it may delaminate, causing the engine to lose its ability to synchronize the fuel injector pulses and camshaft timing, possibly resulting in an engine stall. An unexpected stall can increase the risk of a crash. The solution is easy. Dealers are updating the powertrain control module software to help maintain vehicle propulsion for free. Um, They will notify owners July 28th And if you want to find out if your car has a past recall, you can go to the website. That's nhtsa.gov forward slash recalls and input your VIN. We're talking about auto insurance, and we're also taking your vehicle repair questions. Our email address is auto at mpbonline.org. The phone number, 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. We've got Andrew in Edwards on the line. He's got a question about gears on rear axles. You're on with Coach Charlie Andrew. Uh, yes, sir. I just want to ask you a question. Um, I'm trying to get the gear ratio right on this car we're working on. We have a, a 72 Camaro. Right. And uh, okay, like running, like running 410 gears versus like say 355. The, the 410 won't you won't have a high like high speed with the 410 gears, would you? Uh, yeah, it won't be as high. Uh, you know, most of the vehicles we have, uh, this is a Chevrolet, right? Yes, sir. As you uh, like a three eighty three in there. You know, we've done those or three fifty fives in those. So really, what you do is just compare. Did, did you change the transmission? Yes, sir. Okay, if you change the transmission, really what you want to do so you can get the power, you want in, uh, top-end power, or you want in pull-in power, or what do you want out of the car? Uh, I'm, I'm more like a mid-range. Okay, so more what you want? End, more top-end. You know, a 410, you know, that's a very popular gear for those type vehicles, though. And yeah. But the thing is, you want to take and get it geared towards that transmission uh, of what you put in. Did you put a newer transmission in there or just a regular 350? Yeah. No, it's, it's a newer 
Yeah, so what I would do is go ahead and uh, talk to – there's a gear shop on uh, McDowell Road in here in Jackson. It's called the Gear Shop, and they will lead you in the right direction. Okay. Yes, sir. I'll look them up. Okay, appreciate it. All right, Andrew. Well, I hope that helps. Good tip, Coach. You're always giving some good tips there. You know, I was thinking just a while ago when you talked about it, it was a bad time for Jeep. You know, uh, Fiat owns Jeep. And it has caused, and they own part of the Dodge Ram as well. Okay. And all of this is dealing with Fiat. You know, I've, I don't know if Fiat decided they don't want to buy Jeep anymore or sell it or whatever they want to do with it. But that's, this is behind the Fiat fallout. Right. <laughs> this is Fiat. Fiat fallout behind those recalls. Goodness gracious. Well, you know what we're talking about, though? Auto insurance, even though Fiat has to fall out. That's right. But I wanted to get back to that and gap insurance. Explain that to me a little bit, Coach. You know, the caller before last talked about, uh, he was talking about the gap insurance. Gap insurance is, say, if you got a 2015 Chevrolet truck. Okay. Okay. And just say that you owe $15,000 on it. Okay. The insurance totals it and says it's only worth $13,000. If you get gap insurance, what gap insurance will do, it will pay the difference between what you owe in the vehicle and what they totaled the vehicle for. Okay. 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 So So you'll get your money back, basically. Right. Right. So if they total it for 13, you owed 15. They're going to pay the 15. So gap insurance is not automatically included, I guess, as you would say, maybe in just a standard full coverage? No. All this insurance... That's really, the only insurance that you have when you start off is liability, that's mandatory, collision, and comprehension. Mm-hmm. That's that's the insurance that you buy. Then you start adding riders to it. Riders are gap insurance, uh, toll, uh, road service, yeah. uh, rental car. All of these are things that you add to your insurance. And more you add... More goes up. Yeah, the more your price goes up. Have you ever been in a situation where Gap came into play for you? Never have had to have Gap. So what I do now, they got a new insurance. It's auto replacement. Uh huh. Okay. So if you're, they do it on certain year models. You can't go back 25 years and tell them to, to replace your vehicle with the same make and model. What they're going to do is auto replacement for a certain year model vehicles. You can buy that have it added to your insurance, and they will replace your vehicle with the same year and make vehicle come on now so it's like, almost like a lloyd's of london policy on your car basically <laughs> there it says you just add things and uh, you know uh, you can just make it whatever you want now for certain antiques or, or high value older cars can you do that they're not going to do it for older cars mm. now they do you have, probably have to go to lloyd's of london to yeah do that. they do have insurances for older cars but it's not the way you would think on Everyday drivers. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Because it's more about the value of the car as opposed to the safety of and the financial protection. Right. Yeah. So when you got gap insurance, you got liability insurance, you got comprehensive insurance, and you want to go back to comprehensions and collision. Now, a lot of people in Mississippi hit deers on the road. Mm -hmm. Now, would you think that was comprehension or would you think it was collision? Hey, Coach, before she even... Before she even goes there, we were driving up to Tupelo for the Elvis Festival. I was so scared. She, she changed our GPS about four times on the way up there. And a couple of different times, she pulled us off to the, the Natchez Trace. 
on. And I was like, now look, it's like 12 miles an hour, and it's straight and flat. That's right. And Coach. like an eight-hour trip if we go this way, and we, we are going to be outnumbered With by wildlife. That's right. Quickly. And we were quickly. Quickly. She was like, I got to get off this There road. was a she deer. She was like, get me back over to the when highway. When I saw the deer run, I said, Jay, we got to go somewhere else. We got to get on a highway. Well, that's another thing. In Mississippi, going down all these roads and all, you do hit a lot of deer, and that is comprehension that is not collision so wait what that is for comprehension gotcha. insurance okay. not comprehension i mean it's comprehension not collision so what does that mean so collision if you're going to hit another car or another standing still option that is collision mm-hmm. comprehension is if you hit animals if you hit if a hail damage windstorm water theft that is comprehension okay, okay. they both have two different deductibles Okay, so you may have a thousand on one, you may have five hundred on the other. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you got two different deductibles there. So when you start thinking about insurance, you, I think a lot of people get get it wrong when they buy a new car. They just look at the price of the car. They don't look at what they got to pay for the insurance because in Mississippi, if you lease or uh, buying a car or finance a car, mm-hmm. it has to be insured. It has to be insured to pay. Whoever the leasee, whoever owns that the car, person, yeah. whatever financial company owns that car, it, the payment has mm-hmm. to be able to go to them. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you lapse your insurance, they will take insurance out on that vehicle that just protects them. It does not protect you. Yeah. It will protect them, and you will pay for that insurance that they have. Got to keep yourself together, folks. That's it. And get insured. The number is one eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. I wonder if any parents have any stories <laughs> of their children going out there and buying that first car and getting themselves all tied up into a car note that had an accompanying insurance payment that was almost as bad or worse. I got fussed at the first car I bought. The insurance was just about the same as the note. My daddy was threatening to make me pay for my own because I got in so many wrecks. Well, we're going to talk about <laughs> we're, we're going to talk about next. Do you really have to insure your kids in Mississippi on your automotive? Do you really? And Coach is going to answer that. We're <laughs> our email address where you can send questions is auto at mpbonline.org. We're talking about auto insurance between your car repair questions. What's in the news? The 2023 list of uninsured motorist statistics by state. And I've got ours for Mississippi. I'll tell you more next. I hope you've downloaded our app for your smartphone, the MPB Public Media app. In addition to listening to our show on the app, you can click on the support button and make a contribution. Contributions help keep our programs on the air for you and others to enjoy. Thank you for your contribution to Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Autocorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11 a.m. In the news, here is the 2020 list of uninsured motorist statistics by state for Mississippi. Now, um, we're going to look at some of the uninsured motorist statistics to see how much they cost insured drivers, the percentage of insured drivers by state, and how um, uninsured driving has changed over the recent years. So here's the key takeaways from this. This is coming from Yahoo Finance. Um, You know we're first in everything and last in everything. (laughs) I don't know if that's just a thing for us here. Um, It's always first or last for us. So guess what? We're the highest in. (laughs) Uninsured motorists. I don't know how you guess, Scott. I got that. Mississippi has the highest 
uninsured motorist population. And in 2019, it was at 29.4%. Wait, that's like one in three. One in three. That's one in three drivers. Is that one in three drivers for yes. real? Yes. You're, so, you're so good with that math, Wink Jay. Math. I Let's knew go. it. It kicks in all the time. But yeah, 29.4%. Coach, um, I ain't even close. Mm-hmm. That's not close. Mm-hmm. One At in all. three. One in three. One of us three right here is not insured, Coach. <laughs> that means that's a lot. That, look at that. One yeah. of them two ain't in that other room in there. That's even scary when you get on that pavement. When you get on that pavement, you're driving down the Natchez Trace, you're driving down the highway, <laughs> and you know the accident's going to happen, and you're the one that has the insurance and the other person don't, and it's their fault. Well, we win. Mississippi wins. We, we won that, that battle. I don't know if it was a battle, but we won it. Our legislators I, could stop that, though. With that tag idea from Texas. With that tag idea. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Instead, here. Instead, we've turned it into a product That's that right. the people who are responsible can pay extra money for. That's right. Because sippy. Well, anyway. well, I mean, following behind us, there's other states, so we're not just the sole person, the sole state on the list, but we're followed by Michigan. Michigan's got 25.5%, Tennessee, 23.7%, New Mexico, 21.8%, Washington State, 217 New- Now, that's a pretty random batch of states you're mentioning right there. Usually, yeah, it's all over. Usually the ones where it's a bad stat, it's like all of the Mid-South states are like say, one, lose- two, three, four, five, Six, seven, eight, nine. We're all right there together, hey. and then West Virginia. It's like it's all of us together. It looks like we have beat Alabama and uh, Louisiana. I'm, I, wait, does Louisiana even have car insurance? Because I've had it. I've had experience with before. I guarantee you, there are some laws that make it super squirrely, even more than here. I That's guarantee it. you. Okay, so do you want to know who who has the best? Who's the best on the list? Vermont. Um, no. (laughs) I'm like, huh? Is there a Vermont on here? New Jersey, Massachusetts, and New York had the lowest percentage of uninsured drivers at 3.1%, 3.5%, and 4.1% respectively. Because they penalize them for not having insurance. Well, then you think about it. I mean, like 17 million people live in New York City, and that's that's a whole walking city. That's right. That's a city built on, on population density and walking. It's like cars aren't a thing there. Right. Right. Well, I mean, they are, but not, I mean, not as much. all the taxi drivers, basically. Yeah, not as much. They are insured for and sure. And they are insured. Yes. Yeah, they are insured for sure. So they're attributing some of this to the rising insurance costs may be a factor in driving uninsured, is well, what you, they're saying. Well, you think about why Mississippi is the highest. Why is our insurance the highest? Because we have the most uninsured motors. That's why us that have insurance pay more than everybody else. Yeah, that makes sense, Coach. Well, one in three people aren't doing it right. That's right. Basically. And we are penalized for it. That's right. So that's... Every day. That's yeah. how um, that works. So that that's exactly what they're saying. Uninsured motorists cost insured drivers more money through higher premiums. Additional required coverages like uninsured or un- underinsured sure. motorist protection, like it. Coach was talking about, and even potentially expensive repair or medical bills. I got to figure out how to take other people's stupid decisions and present it back to them as a product that they can buy. I just, ne- I've never thought about that. Well, you know, uh, hey, you know that stupid thing you do? Why don't you pay me for your ability to do that? I, I was, what? I, was I can't get over that, coach. I'm sorry. I was listening on the uh, talk station the other day and uh, Commissioner Cheney got on there. He said, if you have a problem with your insurance uh, costs, call him. So, everybody, if you have a problem with your insurance costs for uninsured motorists, 
Coyle, Mr. Cheney. Uh, I apologize in advance for that, Coach Cheney. <laughs> well, listen. No, he wants all that smoke I'll, now. Hey, he, hey, he said call him. He did. He I'll, did. I'll include a link to this story in our show's podcast description. That and hit a nerve. He's been in here before several times, and he's great. That's he's right. phenomenal. That has hit a nerve. Dog on. It's like you talking about cars, Coach, and he starts talking about all that stuff. Uh, all, he, knows, he knows all the ins and outs. That's right. When we're first in something. I was talking about that <laughs> electronic key and the tumbler and the thing behind it locking it in. I was like, coach. <laughs> We're talking about auto insurance. Email your questions to auto at mpbonline.org. Let's go to the lines. We've got Bobby in Pontotoc County. He's got a question about insurance. Bobby, you're on the line with Coach Charlie. I want to know, and I can't understand this, why some states like Florida has no fault car insurance and others don't. Well, if you say no fault, you know, uh, when you talk about trying to prove that it's the other person's fault, that's the thing. You know, one is here saying, hey, one saying it's, uh, he pulled out in front of me. One saying, well, uh, he didn't. So you get, and that's why if you, a lot of times that some of these states make their insurance, if you got insurance, you're just going to pay for your vehicle. The other person is going to pay for their vehicle with mm-hmm. their insurance. That's what they told me, but I don't understand why some states have it and others don't. Well, once again, it's just whatever the um, commissioner who's in charge of the uh, bringing insurance into the state is what they really uh, come up with and what the kind of contracts they come up with in the states. Well, I think that no-fault insurance is better than what we got here in Mississippi because if you have a hit and run here in Mississippi and you don't know who he is, He's going to get away, and you ain't going to get no pay at all unless you got a no-fault insurance. Well, that's where you had that uninsured motorist. Mm-hmm. Uninsured. Yeah, but that uninsured motorist costs you more. It does cost you more. Like I say, in Mississippi, we're only required to have liability. Yeah. That's what, I, that's what I know, and that's ripping everybody off. I think they ought to have that no-fault insurance. All right, that's all I want to know. Thank you, sir. Bobby, thank you. As I run to Google to find some underinsured insurance. That's it. (laughs) Because we're the highest in in, in the nation. Um, But, yeah. That's it. So, Coach, tell me a little bit. Let's get into the kids' talk and insurance coverage as it covers individuals. Do you have to have your children insured? Well, think about it. If you insure the car and they're under age, say if they got a permit or they don't have, or they're, they're learning to drive, you don't supposed to have to insure them because they're really covered on your insurance. Anybody who drives your vehicle that you say can oh. drive and they don't drive the vehicle all the time, they are insured. Under your insurance Under without your insurance, their name being on it. Without their name being on the policy. So if you have a sister that comes into town yeah. and they use your vehicle to go to the grocery store and they have an accident, they are covered. So the policy relates to the vehicle. The policy relates to the vehicle, not the individual. Gotcha. So Unless you don't pay for it, then they'll come for the individual. Right. So you want to make sure. And then now a lot of insurance companies will mandate that you have every licensed driver own that insurance. But it's not. Yeah, you see that, right? I do. You see that, right? I do. (laughs) Coach, we're going to go to the phone lines. We've got Mike Cheney on the line. 
<laughs> calling from Jackson. He's got uh, a comment about no fault insurance. Mike, you're on the line with Coach Charlie. <laughs> well, I'll, 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 Coach Charlie's great. A uh, couple of things. <laughs> no fault insurance, a gentleman that called. It's tried in Florida. It's proven to be very ineffective. It's not a good system because it's right for fraud, and it results in higher rates. And speaking of rates, Mississippi's not the highest in automobile rates, but we're not even in the top five anymore, which is good for us. Uh, Louisiana, by the way, is number two in the nation in uh, automobile rates. But concerning uninsured motorists, we have some of the largest in the state uh, numbers of uninsured motorists, and that enforcement for uninsured motorists not having insurance is ruled and regulated by the Department of Public Safety or the Highway Patrol. It's not run by the Department of Insurance. And if you do have a question about your insurance, feel free to call the Department of Insurance. We're there, and that's what uh, Coach Charlie said. We'll, we'll always come in. <laughs> Coach, oh, yeah. Oh, we appreciate you <laughs> I was trying to run a little interference for you right there. Well, we appreciate you calling and letting us know. We, we get 14,000 calls a year at the Woo. Department just on uh, uh, inquiries about insurance, and I would say seven, 8,000 of them are about automobile insurance. So. We're very familiar with some of the problems. <laughs> well, I bet you'll get a few more today. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, it'll be work. Uh, I want to. I want to tell you that a lot of a lot of what we do, we have to work with the legislature. We do have some plans to try to address uh, the issue of the cost of insurance, especially on uninsured motors. Uh, I, I shouldn't say this, but it's better to buy a collision. Uh, up your collision if you're worried about somebody hitting you. It doesn't have insurance. That's a better deal for you, but that, that's something you need to talk to your insurance agent about. For sure. All right. Come on, Commissioner, with that advice right there. Thank you so, Thank you so much, much for calling. calling us, too. We, we appreciate your show. Y'all are great, and we really appreciate the service that y'all do on on MPB and uh, Coach Charlie. Thank you so well, thank much. You so thank much. you too, Mr. Cheney. Yay, mic drop. And look, we, we told Point people to call it. him, and he called us. That's right. <laughs> That was good, Coach. That was good. Y'all, that was so much fun. I'm Jermaine Flood, and our expert is Coach Charlie Melton, ASC Certified Master Technician. It's time for Coach Charlie's Tip of the Week. You know, as long as we're talking about insurance, you want to make sure, you know, if you do not put your kids on the policy write-off, you need to make sure and check with your insurance uh provider and make sure and see exactly what they want because you always want to be safe make sure everybody's protected and like say go out and get insurance get the liability insurance get your uninsured motorist and like uh mike cheney said about the uh uh collision insurance if you had to increase it it may be a better deal but Mm -hmm. just get the insurance so we don't have to pay as much in our uh, bills as well. Yeah, yeah. It'll help ease everybody's that's right. pain and angst on that's that. Right. So, yeah, that's some good stuff. That was great, though, Coach. It Mike was. calling us. That was awesome. Well, so. he gave us a little more insight about the insurance, and we, and that's always a good thing to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's What do you, when you shop for insurance, what do you go for? What do you look for? I got... Two vehicles that are fully covered, re- re- replacement vehicle, road service, especially with my wife. You know, she drives her vehicle, and I'm going to have everything on her vehicle to make sure that she's safe on the road. So, mm-hmm. guys, if you got a, a wife and you got your uh, 
spouses out there, make sure they're covered, make sure if they break down that you got them ready, that they could call somebody and get protected on that area there. Yeah. But insurance on the older vehicles, I'm going to have a liability uh, because the vehicles usually, if they're older, they're not worth fixing. Mm-hmm. They're going to be totaled anyway. Mm-hmm. But if on a newer vehicle, get what you can, make sure that you're covered. That And you want to make sure that you get more than that minimum on that liability because people are out there suing you every day. And now... Uh, we're going to just have to throw this in here is that lawyers, when they uh, sue you, that they are stacking on top of your insurance. Okay. If you got three vehicles that say 25, 50, 25, well, now they're going to get 75, 150, and 75. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. got to understand that, uh, how they stack and how what they'll sue you for. What the when, God. especially the uninsured motors, because a lot of times, and this is what gets me, is that if somebody doesn't have insurance and you talk to them and they say they're all, nothing's wrong with me, next thing you know, you get a bill, you get somebody from the lawyer calling you and telling them they're in the hospital with a bad back. Yeah. You know. Yeah, of course. You know. They walked away, though. I saw I saw that person who had did that to me one time. Yeah. Take pictures. Uh, you got your phones. Take pictures. Swap uh, information. Mm-hmm. Make sure you know that you get all the information. If there's any witnesses, make sure you uh, get their name and phone number. Get everything you can at that moment at the scene of the accident. So here's here's an example of why you need to do that. There was one time that I pulled out into an intersection. It was a T, and I was pulling out of the intersection, a car coming over a hill that was kind of mm. guarded by a big overgrown mm-hmm. shrubbery area mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where a creek went under the road. He was flying through there, and he... Um, when when he came over this hill flying, I was easing into the intersection. Yeah. He had to go around me, and then there was another car in the mm. opposite lane from him. So he went around him to the to off the road on the wrong side to stay from hitting. Well, thank two good, people. Goodness, he maneuvered that right. But um, it it wound up being an accident, and mm. so. The next day or later that day, I can't remember when I came back through, but I thought I need to take pictures because that shrubbery (coughs) blocking the vision is what caused that. And by the time I got back to the accident scene, all that was gone. Stop it, Jay. It was gone. The city came out there and took care of it quickly. Oh, wow. And and now I can't tell any. I can't I can't tell you all that shrubbery was there because it's not now. Yeah. You know, so now it's just it's my word against theirs. And that's. You can't do anything with that. Do yeah. everything you can to take the pictures and to document any accident that you have. Because if they don't have in uninsured mo- if they don't have insurance and you have to use your uninsured motors, you yeah. got to prove to the mm-hmm. insurance company, yeah. hey, this is why it was uh, it was their fault. Yeah, and I don't blame them for coming out and cleaning it. I would have done the same thing, you know. So, but just main thing, they did the it immediately. Did. Though it sounds like somebody was like, "Get this cleaned up right now." Yep. Well, so <laughs> be on the city. They really, that. so they couldn't be liable. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. So just make sure that you got the insurance. You're out there. You're safe. You got your kids safe. And you know, and like I was saying that uh, even if you had relatives coming in town and you let them use your vehicle, as long as you give anybody permission to use your vehicle, no matter who it is. They're covered with your insurance. That's a, a, that is, is a big deal for me because, you know, sometimes when you put extra people on, your insurance goes up. Right. And they're only driving it for that moment in time. You don't have to put them on the insurance. If you give them permission and they're not a always drive, they're not driving your vehicle on a regular basis, just say they're coming from town, mm-hmm. hey, they're able, they're covered on your insurance. If they had a wreck... You're covered. They're covered. Okay. Make sure you get insured, stay insured, and 
be insured. I, I don't know if that b- made sense. That'll wrap us up for today's autocorrect. Her crew engineer, Jay White, call screener, Abram Nanny for Coach Charlie Melter. Melter? That's Melton, your new that's name, man. New name now. That's your new name, man. For Coach Charlie Melton, Master Technician, I'm Jermaine Flood, episode producer. Thanks for listening to Autocorrect on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.